Hi, it's Cheryl Patterson here, and I want to talk to you about resilience. Um, I think that's an important topic right now, given um, COVID, and, and uh, plus we all go through circumstances that are challenging at certain times more than others. And I'm just, I'm just having a chat. I, I've written for magazines, columns, and publish my own magazine and, and all kinds of that stuff. But I, I just really want to shoot from the hip and just have a chat uh, about about this topic because it's I think it's an important to topic to talk about right now. Um, so some of the common things that you might see are, are suggestion-wise, are build relationships, self-care, practice self-care, practice mindfulness and purpose. Some of this stuff can be pretty vague. Um, so I just I want to just chat about it quickly and and give you some um, personal experiences of my own to draw from. So first of all, build relationships. I kind of have a bit of an issue with this one. I've written about it. I've suggested it myself, but I've also gone through times where I haven't had anybody. You know. Um, I went through a period of multiple loss where seven I had seven losses in five years of all of my closest family members, my parents, my grandparent, aunt, and uncle, um, just just my pets. <laughs> just I mean that wasn't the family members, but kind of those, those were a couple of losses. But all the people, the foundation, you know, were my were my uh, my rock, right? So. When you talk about build relationships when you're going through stress, um, it can be hard to do. I lived in a small town, a beautiful spot, but it was isolated in terms of not having close neighbors. Not that neighbors talk anyhow all the time, but, um, but you know, everybody I knew was far apart. So, so that can be a tough one. I, I find that one suggested the most. And according to research, uh, all of the information I've written about over the past 20 years uh, has all been research-based and that's one of the top ones but for me that was one of the most challenging ones so what do you do um when I was going through my losses it was a really tough time I was I was a single mom I was raising my daughter she was a toddler on my own and um and like I said I was pretty isolated and, the, and my support system was the system that died so I turned to to online support group because I was kind of in a remote spot and um, you know and I connected with people when I could went out with friends when I could but a lot of people lived far away so I think then you have to draw from other areas so so if that's not an area that's feasible for you um, that'll lead me into the next one self-care so I knew you know, one of the topics I covered as a columnist for eight years magazine columnist for eight years was stress I wrote a column on it I'm really thankful for having that knowledge because I knew that I had to maintain at least a balance, right? None of us are perfect. Life isn't perfect. But if you can just strike a balance between what you're eating or drinking, um, alcohol-wise I mean, and sugar-wise, um, what you're eating, sleep, um, balance, exercise, uh, just self-care in a lot of ways. Do you journal? Do you focus on what you're grateful for? Self-care can mean a lot of things. So if there's an area in that in that regard that you're 
not so great at, maybe there's an area that you can replace that with, right? Um, not good at exercise, well, maybe you can balance your diet a bit better. You get good sleep, that's good. If you don't get good sleep, maybe you can balance that out with something else like getting more exercise, which in turn might help you sleep. It's all really interconnected to self-care. Um, but it's so important because if you if you let your diet go, it affects your stress levels, right? Because a lot of sugar in your diet suppresses your immune system. When your immune system is compromised, you can get sick. When you get sick, well, you can't work or you can't achieve your goals. You feel crappy. Um, another thing about self-care with stress, regarding stress, is if you're reacting to situations in a negative way and because you're feeling stressed, that's going to create uh, more bad outcomes or negative outcomes. And it's just like a big hamster's wheel, right? So it's all interconnected. Self-care can mean stress management, what you eat, what you sleep, exercise. Um, so, I mean, we're not perfect, but if you can strike a balance there, I know for me that was a saving grace. Because it can be easy to let yourself go with the wrong foods, and then, yeah, you end up getting sick, and then you don't end up reaching your goals, and then you end up upset because you don't reach your goals or frustrated or not making the money that you need to make to take care of your family or yourself you're not reaching your goals and it's just such a dominoes effect so that's why self-care is important and uh, that was one of the areas I knew I needed to focus on because I didn't have that support system so I tried to create a balance with uh, those areas the, the self-care area and that's why that's important um, the third thing is mindfulness now this can be so vague right I've read things like be in the present moment and and, and that's important, but mindfulness, uh, I think for me at the time that I was going through these losses, I'll use that as an example again, I, I came to a point where I realized I was ruminating, constantly ruminating about why is this happening to me? What am I going to, you know, um, it's so surreal. Uh, you know, I must, am I cursed or what was every time I turned around, right? There was a loss <laughs> and just like, what? <laughs> It was crazy. Every few months, there was somebody else dying, somebody else dying. It was insane. Seven losses in five years. Um, so, but the mindfulness thing, so without even realizing it, that I was being mindful, I, I, I wasn't always being mindful. I just knew I felt overwhelmed. But I did come to a point where I realized I was constantly ruminating about it. And it was um, starting to just just kind of overpower my life, my thoughts, my thoughts. And, and my story, my story has always been, you know, I'm very goal oriented and determined. And, you know, I set my goals and back of my mind and I achieve them. It's been an important part of who I am. But I kind of lost that a little bit. And then at some point, after the losses, probably toward the end of five years, yeah, the end of period where I was, you know, yeah, I guess, yeah, because it was seven losses in five years. So toward the end of it, anyways, my grief, I'll call it, toward toward the end of the grief, because realizing you're stuck is, I guess, the first, yeah, it's the first step in getting out of it, right? So when I realized I was stuck in my mind by ruminating about this, and this letting this be the 
primary focus of my days, day in, day out. Why is this happening to me? And that sort of things that I mentioned. That's what prompted me to change it because I thought, well, this isn't who I am. It's not who I am. I'm not, you know, the victim's story of, oh, why is this happening to me? And, and um, you know, I was more the one to talk about my goals and aspirations in life. And that was what I'd always had in my mind. And so I realized that and I changed it. And it was just something I did on my own. Although I know, you know, I've, I've done, I've read a lot of books and, and like I said, I've written for years about this stuff, but on my own, I realized it. And, and I just did something, I started something as simple as affirmations. I didn't read, do affirmations to get this out of your head. It's just something I kind of instinctively started doing. So I thought, okay, you know what? I'm not going there anymore. It's not my story. Um, so whenever I found myself ruminating about the losses and Sure, you got to go through a period of grief, but you don't have to just, you don't have to stay stuck in it. So whenever I was thinking about uh, just just the negative dialogue that goes in your, your head sometimes when you're going through hard times, there's a time you got to move on. And I knew that was my time. So I would do an affirmation. I forget what it was at the moment, but I would just, I would switch to an affirmation. And that was my go-to to get the neg- negative thoughts out of my head. I would just replace it with an affirmation I had a set affirmation I would say over and over and uh and that got me out of it and I was also inspired um by remembering what was important important to me remembering what my story really was which is somebody who works hard to achieve her goals and and uh and so I started getting really focused on my goals again and you know next thing you know I just was moving forward more and more and more and and I was achieving goals and I was just I kind of I really just kind of started soaring got out of of my mental slump because I wasn't in a slump overall in my whole life um I was still working every day to do what I needed to do to take care of my little girl and so on but my mental slump so that really helped me the affirmations and one of, the, one of the biggest suggestions that I could give anybody and that I've done my whole life is learning. Learning has been huge for me because I found that, or I mean, even when I find out, if you just read a book here and there, you're excited and you're inspired for a little bit, but it doesn't stay with you all the time. Sometimes, if, you know, you're excited and then you go back to negative thoughts or negative ways of doing things. Well, I find learning constantly, not only it gets you inspired, but you can, it keeps you inspired if you keep learning, right? So I make it a goal every day to take a few minutes each day to learn something. Even if it's a 10 minute video, um, it's, it just keeps you in that, in that great place in gratitude journal. That's another thing. Um, I've been doing that for 20 some odd years. Um, no, more than 20 years now, probably 23 years, 25 years. Anyhow, what I found that does, you can do it in morning or night. Sometimes I really like to start my day uh, in gratitude because what it does is it helps you focus on what you have, not what you don't have. So once you get in the habit of writing, say, five things uh, every morning that you're grateful for, you may find yourself, or, um, or what I have found, I found myself throughout the day going, oh, I can be grateful for that, or oh, I can be grateful for that. And I'm at a point now where I'm just it's, I'm so corny. <laughs> I'm grateful for so many things and so many little things. 
know, like it's just so many little things make me feel inspired and, and I'm grateful for so many little things now. So it, 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 it replaces the negativity with positive, more positive things, right? So those are a few things for mindfulness. I mean, if you got to use an affirmation or a song or a prayer or something to, when you catch yourself thinking negatively, you know, go for it or gratitude journal or, or whatever works for you, but mindfulness, just catching yourself in negative thoughts. Well, the other thing I wanted to add about negative thoughts, again, remember I'm shooting from the hip here. Um, this won't be too long because there's just one other thing, I, uh, one other uh, point about resilience, but um, thinking Every thought you have, there's chemicals released in your body, for better or worse. So if, if your thoughts are negative, your body's releasing negative chemicals. I mean, yeah, ne negative chemicals are being released in your body, which, of course, affects your health. And, uh, and the same for positive thoughts. For every, every positive thought you have, positive chemicals and hormones are released into your body. Not just promote, so that's not just good for your immune system, but, um, you know, Think of it as a dominoes effect, right? It affects your health, it affects your emotions, which affects your outcome, right? And your thinking affects your emotions, affects your outcome, and so on. So think of mindfulness in terms of that. Lastly, purpose. And I kind of touched on that a little bit regarding my losses. That's that's really what kept me going through times of adversity, it still keeps me going through times of adversity, working through working toward my goals. Um, I'm very goal oriented and that, that keeps me going. Of course, my girl does too. I mean, she's not a toddler anymore. She's 13, but still, um, you know, I always want, I always want to be better for her. And I, of course, as a parent, I always want to provide as much as I can for her. So, um, so my sense of purpose though, when I remembered, uh, regarding touching on the mindfulness, when I remembered that, um, you know, the negative thoughts, ruminating about negative thoughts and just because I had a negative period in my life it didn't mean that that was my story and um, certainly wasn't my purpose and when I realized that I remembered my purpose what my purpose was by remembering my purpose it sort of ties into my story because my, my um, purpose sense of purpose, the things that are important to me, that's my story. And that's who I am. So um, sometimes that can pull you out of things too, is remembering what your sense of purpose is. And it can be anything, whatever is important to you, positive things. Um, somebody's sense of purpose can be, oh yeah, I really wanted to um, write that book. I really wanted to start that course. I really wanted to... Um, do that training or get a physical trainer. I really wanted to uh, pursue that hobby. So whatever it is for you, but it's striving for something. So you wake up in the morning and you remember, okay, you've got something to strive for that day. And then there's a bigger picture that that day leads to. So I hope this was helpful for you. Um, you can find out more about me on CherylPatterson.ca, my website. I'm also on Facebook, Cheryl Patterson. If you if you Google CherylPatterson.ca, it should take you to my Facebook page or Facebook CherylPatterson.ca. Um, and uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this and um, be well.